Hey, how's it going? This is Braden from Noble Sports. Today, I'm privileged to have the one and only Deb Whitkiss from Sports Report. Deb, thank you hey Deb, for uh, agreeing to coming on. I, uh, I was looking forward to this. Absolutely, I'm. I'm so glad you reached out. Yeah, it, it's it's such a fun. When I started this whole journey, instead of focusing on male sports and all that stuff, and started more focusing on women's athletics and reporters. The stories are so unique and cool that I, I enjoy it. I enjoy it more. I mean, the only thing, my, my cherry on top, I got to interview Lofa Tatupu. He's my favorite Seahawk of all okay. time. So that 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 took the cake just because I, I idolized yeah, I mean, him. But other than that, it's it, it's course. still been unique. <laughs> That's awesome. So, and I, I loved how you reached out and said that, you know, your daughter, you want to, you know, inspire her. So, of course, I had to say yes. <laughs> Yeah, we, we need more women in sports, that's for sure. Well, she she likes to let everyone know that she's the biggest Aces fan. So she uh, actually it. got into it with one of my father-in-law's brothers, so her great uncle, because oh, wow. he made some comment about the Aces, and she, at four years old, wasn't having it. It was kind of funny. Oh, but, wow. Let's get a microphone in this girl's hand. <laughs> <laughs> we, we were we were flirting with the idea of doing a podcast, the two of us, but trying to keep a four-year-old entertained long enough to do that is it's not easy. So maybe one day. <laughs> yeah. Maybe one day. Just, you know, baby steps, literally. <laughs> yeah. All right. So why don't you tell everyone what you do for a living? Because I think all kind of researching you and going through your background. It's really cool. So why don't you let everyone know what you do? So I'm a little bit different than normal sports reporters. Uh, I, I come, I'm a, I'm a TV producer for first and foremost, uh, you know, I've been in TV now for about 20, you know, 20 something years. Um, and I also am a sports reporter slash host on the side. Um, so I do both basically. So I, I'm one busy lady. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, I, my first love, I, I, basically, I was five years old, and I told my mother to get me an agent. I, I, lo I wanted to do what the people on TV did, um, still do. And uh, she unfortunately said no. Um, thank God she did. But, uh, you know, she always put me in, a, in theater and dance classes. Um, and then also, too, my dad played for MLB minors, the MLB uh, for the Phillies. And so, he, you know, I, I had my mother who put me in the dance classes and theater, but then had my dad who put me in all the sports. So <laughs> I had a very nice mix of both um, and still love both to this day. And uh, yeah, I grew up, I grew up loving sports and loving TV. And, you know, when it came time to decide where to go to school, um, I chose a, a really good TV school called Elizabethtown College. Um, and I, I actually had been lucky enough to do some, some reporting in my high school as well. Uh, there was actually a studio in my high school. Um, I did what was called the West Report, and uh, oh, nice. I would, I would, yeah, I would go and in, like into different classes and, and interview people and interview, you know, the, the the cast of the theater production show, and then also, you know, I would interview the football team and uh, you know any any activities. Um, so we had that experience. I was also on a show called Dance Party USA back then, uh, you know, because I, I was a dancer as well, and then went to college and did a bunch of stuff for the TV stations there, had a bunch of internships and decided that, you know, this is what I really wanted to do. Um, during college, I was a little bit more into like the entertainment tonight and the court of the, I, I always wanted to work for MTV and, uh, and, and E entertainment. 
which I wound up doing, which was sort of a dream come true. Um, yeah. And then when I graduated college, I got an opportunity with the Jerry Springer show. I oh, interned cool. there and worked my way up. I was there for three years and became a producer. And that's kind of how my, my Hollywood slash TV production career started. Um, now I've worked at about 30 different shows over the 20 something years. And a couple of years ago, I kind of, I just got burnout. Um, I was producing three different TV, sh two, uh, I'm sorry, three reality shows and they all got canceled all at the same time. Oh, geez. And I was like, there has to be something better out there. Like what else do I love? And it popped into my head sports, you know, like I've grown up with it. I, I know the games. I watch the games religiously. I have friends in different leagues and uh, I literally just stopped and typed in, how do I become a sports reporter? <laughs> and then it was go time. And so it's been about four years now since I did that pivot from, you know, regular TV production to sports reporting, hosting production. And uh, it's been a blast. Yeah, I really so. enjoy your, uh, the Blonde Blitz podcast. That, Thank that's you. Awesome. I, like, like I said, I, I'm as, I, I think what made the pivot for me, obviously being a girl dad, because I didn't always, I wasn't necessarily negative towards women in sports, but I also wasn't supportive. I was just kind of neutral. Mm -hmm. And then holding a little baby girl in my arms, I'm like, all right, I'm going Next to defend this right? girl. Yeah, she's, I'm going to give it my all. So that kind right. of is what pivoted it all. So well, uh, thank goodness I, I, my dad, you know, I was a big, I played softball for years and, you know, my dad playing a baseball. I think my dad definitely wanted a boy. He got a girl, but he got a girl who loved sports. So I was, you know, really good at softball and he, he put that ball in my hand. You know what I mean? So, so would you say he's the reason kind of why you went into the sports world then? Yeah. Or and I kind of so. helped it? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I mean, I, I would definitely, I would definitely say that like, you know, he watched every, every Phillies game, every Eagles game, um, you know, kind of taught me about the league as well. So yeah, I, def awesome. I definitely think my dad had a really, really huge hand in, in, in getting me into the sports world. And I think he, he passed away several years ago, but uh, I think there's been some times where I'm just like, wait, like, did that just happen? <laughs> like, I think he literally is like still looking down on me and like trying to, you know, sorry, I'm like getting emotional. <laughs> it's but, awesome. Yeah, like I think he still has a hand in that a little bit. So, it's cool. I mean, any good parent, like I mean, I've only been a parent for four years. Like, you want the best for your child, and of course. obviously, I, I have a belief system. I, I was raised LDS, so I have my own thoughts on that. But I, I feel like I'm always going to try to have a hand in my daughter's life, whatever right. it is. And we, my wife and I, have really tried to emphasize that we're not going to force one thing on her. I mean, yeah. she has gravitated towards sports just because mm -hmm. I think she likes spending time with me. Um, but she also likes dancing and singing. And I've told my wife, whatever she decides to do in life, I'm going to be the biggest cheerleader, whether it's dancing, right. theater, yeah. whatever it is. And you can do both. I did both. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it is possible. Um, and different parts of my life, I was more, you know, I was into theater more, but I still watched the games. You know, but then I, it's at other seasons, I was really into softball and didn't do the dance. But I, I don't, I don't, you do, you do it all. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I feel like, way. yeah, one way or another. And I've kind of set her up for 
not great success because I was the uh, game commentator for the Las Vegas Silver Stars. They're a professional football team here. And cool. after the game, she would go on the field with me and she got to talk with the players and interact. So when we went to our first Aces game. She's like, Dad, why can't we go say hi to the Aces? Why can't we go give them a high five? I'm like, I'm not a commentator for the Aces. I'm like, maybe one day when I graduate, because uh, I graduate in March, um, maybe we'll see. We'll see. But yeah. she, she has I this mean, expectation now. Yeah. That's awesome. It, it's, been, it's been awesome. It, it's been a blast just seeing the excitement and the light in her eyes. Not only does she get to see women play at high levels of sports, but she also gets to see them report and do what you're doing, like see what yeah. you're doing. And I've showed her a little bit of your podcast as much as a four-year-old can listen to. Right. <laughs> Nikki sometimes can be a little intense. <laughs> it's all good. She's, so I'm great. a part of a media group and uh, it, it can't get much worse than the guys that I'm around. That's they, true. they encourage her. She she likes to flip people off and they encourage it. So she's <laughs> constantly <too. laughs> during our lives. <laughs> she's sitting there flipping off. And, and I, I unfortunately I've gotten oh, her funny. to the habit because we live in Las it. Vegas. We have her on our show. <laughs> <laughs> She'd love it. She she's uh, she's Aww. a goofball. Uh, but every time we drive past the Raiders Stadium, she uh, instinctively flips it off just because when we drove by it one Sunday, the 49ers were playing. I said, Penny, we don't like the 49ers. And so she associates the Raiders with the 49ers. So oh it, it's God, a thing. So cute. Oh, my God. I so, love it. It's a great stadium, though. Oh, it's beautiful. I, beautiful. I, I Hands down. And I would not mind working for the Raiders. I mean, I, I'm a Seahawks fan through and through. But any way to get into any of the leagues, I think, would be fun. So Exactly. What was your like aha moment? Like your I finally made it in the sports world cuz I would say you have made it in the sports world pretty <laughs> pretty predominantly. <laughs> uh you know to be honest I think it it happened this Super Bowl. Um it was my third Super Bowl that I covered and uh it was the first one that it really it, because of COVID I had done a lot of virtual um you know, and so this was the first one that it was it was like regular Super Bowl coverage. And I was in the, you know, the media area, uh, Radio Row, and I was there. To, I forget why I was there. I mean, I was there because I was there. <laughs> but I was walking in and heard my name and I, I look over and it's a friend of mine, you know, in, in the sports business. I talk with them and then literally like someone would come up to me and be like, Deb. And I'd turn, I'd be like, Oh my God, hi. You know, and I'd hug them and I'd talk to them for a little bit. And then I was like, Oh, I got to go. Cause I have my friends over here. I have to go see them. And then I would go over there and then I would hear my name being called over another direction. And they're like, Deb, Hey, what's up? You know, I was like, Oh my God, hi. And so literally I was there, you know, for a bit and it was weird. Like it was, I saw maybe like six or seven people. Like I heard my name six or seven times and I was like, I'm at the Super Bowl, And like six and seven people just said my name. Like, I think I've made it. <laughs> so it was pretty cool. I have to be honest. I bet that's such a unique experience. I know with weird. the Super Bowl being here in Vegas, I know I'm trying anyway. Oh, awesome. Yeah. yeah. I think my my wife's boss at work is working the security, and she's gonna try okay. to get me a job that way. I'm like, 
I don't even care. I just want to be in that atmosphere. Like that, that's on the bucket list. Obviously, yeah, if, I hear, if I hear of anything, if I see of anything, I'll absolutely let you know. Oh, but, let me know. Yeah, I mean, Super Bowl is my favorite week of the entire year. I looked forward to it every year, and this past Super Bowl, I I definitely overdid it because I wound up being sick for like three weeks after I had to be on, I was on three different uh, medications because I was so sick, three rounds of different medications. It was crazy how sick I was, but I made it through. So you had, you had to go wild because it was the Eagles. Like, and not only was it the Eagles, but it was the Kelsey bowl. Like exactly. One of the most lovable families in the NFL right now. So yeah, it's funny too because if you, if you look at my, the, the, uh, my car, like I have a tracker on my car and I looked at it that for that whole week and we would just go from, you know, Phoenix to Scottsdale back to Phoenix and then up just like different <laughs> all, all around Arizona. Like it was crazy how the, the track was. We, I hit three different, you know, cities in Arizona, like a day because <laughs> there was That's just so crazy. many events like, and they were all kind of spread out and you know, it was, it was fun because the, the players played, I'm sorry, the players stayed, pretty far away um i forget where they were they weren't in phoenix and they weren't in scottsdale they were somewhere else and uh so with the media did you know for all the media interviews we had to go to the hotels yeah so um going and we went there pretty much once a day uh the convention center was where media row was and i stayed by there but um yeah and the security was insane like getting to the getting to the players hotels like you i had to show my media credentials like probably four or five times and like they had you know bo- dogs that were bomb dogs and like they yeah it was it was it was really really tight security and they were way out there so that's that's still so cool i i am really jealous <laughs> and so you said this is your that was your third super bowl that, that you worked third. Mm-hmm. so it cut, my very first one was tampa during covid um, it was uh, Buccaneers and KC. Uh, Buccaneers won, and to be honest, uh, it was thank goodness the Buccaneers were in the Super Bowl that year because otherwise, it just the energy was still really hyped. Yeah, um, everyone just you know went to the waterfront and went to the stadiums and partied down there. It was almost like COVID didn't exist. <laughs> to be honest, um, from from the fans at least. But then when you went into Media Row. I mean, there was maybe 20 tables or normally there's like a couple hundred. And uh, I had been to at the Super Bowl the previous year um, with the Eagles. And uh, that's kind of really what started everything. But I was there as a fan for the Eagles when the Eagles won. So oh, um, awesome. that was my first, you know, first seeing of, of, of what a Super Bowl was like. Uh, and then, I'm sorry, that was two years prior because then Atlanta was next. Um, and then Atlanta, I started to do some red carpet interviews with some of the players. Um, I got into some parties and just started my reel then. And then Miami. I was Miami or Miami and then Tampa. Yeah. <laughs> like they're all kind of blending together <laughs> now. That's awesome. But yeah, so Tampa was the first one and then LA and then Arizona. And then I'll be I'll be in Vegas as well. Cool. If you if you need any any tips or anything, let me know. As a local, I know all the all the secret all the so secret ends. Vegas. <laughs> Vegas is my favorite place. I used to go all the time back yeah. back in the day. I mean, I, I, yeah, I used to work on the strip, but I yeah. mean, the strip is kind of crazy right now because of F one, all that fun jazz. 
And they just said that any local that wants to go watch F1, I think tickets are only $200 for them. But wow. I, I'm I'm not interested in racing. So. And were you there for the draft? The, the I, Yes, I was there, but I was not there. Like, I didn't okay. go on the strip. But for Pro Bowl last too. year, we went okay, and stalked mm-hmm. the Pro Bowl. Yeah, we penny was dead set on trying to find blitz so we walked the whole entire strip for like a couple hours just trying to find where blitz was and she got pretty frustrated that we couldn't find him i'm like it's okay Uh like so i almost forgot that provo was in vegas (laughs) because i had been at the draft two years prior and that was great to be able to walk down the strip and everything was closed and i'm like i'm walking down the strip in the middle of vegas and i can do this (laughs) Yeah, how, how it was such a weird, such a weird time. But and the Bellagio cool. with the the water fountains, and that's where the stage was. It was super cool. Vegas did a great job, and then they did a great job at the Pro Bowl. I was there as well. So yeah. So the next question I want to ask you because I know you've got time constraints. Uh, the question the I like ask, Yeah, yeah, Bryce Harper. Like I, I mean, I'm not a huge baseball fan, but I do like Bryce Harper because he's a he's a local kid from Vegas. So got to root for those Vegas guys. But um, one of the questions I like to ask everyone that works with whether it's with uh, athletes or women in sports is Mm -hmm. if you were posed the question, why should people support women in sports? What would your answer be? Because they're kick ass. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think women, I don't want to say women work harder because everyone, everybody, athletes work incredibly hard. Um, I think because, and, and actually Jen Welter gave me this stat, um, only 17% of the broadcasters in media are women, in sports media are women. Jeez. And I believe there's only four, only 4% of women's sports is covered. Everything else is men. That's crazy. Uh, I think I'm getting those numbers right, but, um, you know, so yeah, so it's just crazy that the support isn't there. That women women work just as hard as the men do, um, and you know don't get the recognition, don't get the paychecks, um, and it's it's time to change that. Yeah, I feel like the WNBA is definitely pushing yes. that a whole lot better. Just looking at all the numbers, I mean, I think it is kind of interesting that they do decide to play the final games during NFL Sunday because it does take a lot of viewership, but still. They were just shy of a million viewing the game on Sunday, and it was, it was great. Like I mean, Vegas almost sells out every single game. I've gone to a couple of them, so much yep. so that we love it that we we're now season ticket holders next season right. just because it, it is such a fun atmosphere. And mm-hmm. I, I think you hit the nail on the head. It, I, I will say that you women do have to work harder in sports just because. It, it isn't – I feel like there's more opportunities for men than there are women to grow mm-hmm. in sports. So you, you're you absolutely right there. Like my wife likes to say she she can do everything that I can do but better and in high heels. So so she likes to remember that. I love it. That. I'm stealing that. Tell your wife I'm stealing that. <laughs> Will do. <laughs> yeah, she, she – and a lot of people get offended when I say that, but I'm like, no, I'm like – the first, first and foremost, it's like true. she, uh, she had to push out a child that is built like me. <laughs> like I, I'm six foot two. My daughter was not a small kid. <laughs> so yeah. like that alone, I'm like, hats off. Like you are, you are the champ. So uh, yeah. and just as talented. Yeah. Know? So 
I'm glad that the big... finally the women in sports are getting the recognition that they deserve. So, and and we still have a long way to go, obviously, from those stats, but it's it's definitely getting better. Yeah, and I mean, just with all the now new women's football leagues that are coming through, mm-hmm. I know the WNFC just announced they're now going to do flag football next year on top of their tackle football league with the Olympics in 2028, allowing flag football, which I think it will be so cool yep. just to see these athletes because they go hard. Like yeah. calling the women's football games, there's some of those women that I'm like, I don't even want to go against them. They would literally obliterate me at six foot two. Like some yep. of their hitting, I'm like, geez. And it's just, it just goes to show that persistence, I guess, is key. But I mean, changes are coming, hopefully, just not fast enough. Yeah. Well, I think I think your daughter's generation will see it more than we, we see it. Thank God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, because even even in, in Nikki and I at, in the Blonde Bliss talk about this all the time. You know, going in the press boxes and like we're there, we're at the table, um, and we're still not quite as you know looked at. Like I and I'm 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 pretty one of the guys when I'm there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I can talk football just as just as well as most men can, uh, if not better at times. But. Um, yeah, like we we still definitely aren't as welcomed as some other people. So you know what I mean. It's just we're yeah. not quite there yet. But I will never understand why people will question anyone with their fandom hood. Like my wife wore a Seattle Kraken shirt, and this person like asked her to name like ten players, and we're we're kind of in this rocky place because we like all the Seattle teams, but we're also from Vegas. We're like, do we root for the Golden Knights? Do we root mm-hmm. for the Kraken? So we root for both of them. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like, but if I were to wear it, no one would question me at all. Absolutely. I, no one ever does. Well, so. and it's funny too, like, you know, I'm just in a random bar and I'm just, you know, enjoying myself. And I love when someone comes out and like starts talking sports, you know, to my friends or whatever and to whoever I'm with. And then I kind of start chiming in and then like they, they look at me and they're like, Oh, this girl doesn't know what she's talking about. And then I really start talking and they're like, I love to see that shift in people's eyes when they're like, Oh wow. You really know what you're talking about. (laughs) Like it's the best, it's the best feeling to see that shift in people's eyes. I like, I, I kind of yearn for it now. <laughs> it's like my goal, you know. Sorry, it it kicked me out for a second. I lost you. Yeah, so I don't know what's going on with the camera, but hopefully my mic still works. But yeah, uh, I can hear you. Sweet. Yeah, it, it's it's the best reaction to, like, my, my wife isn't a huge sports fan, but she knows her stuff, too, and people are always shocked, and they're like, well, and she's, like, always, like, have you met my husband, like, the biggest sports nerd? Right. Like, I, I'm, like, I love watching it, but I also like watching for, like, the little plays, watching the offensive linemen or whatever sport mm-hmm. and looking at the stats, so. And, I mean, yeah. there I was history – there was history made with the Philadelphia Eagles with Kelsey. What is his 145th consecutive? Which is insane. He's the nicest man ever. I've met him a a couple of times and he does not have one bad bone in his body. (laughs) And I think that that showed it in the the Kelsey documentary too. Um, I just don't think you get any cuter than that family. Oh yeah. (laughs) And I mean, (laughs) I, I feel like, I, I always told my wife, my wife's like, I want boys, but I'm like, no, nah, I'm meant to be a girl dad, like through and Aww. through. And 
And I even have a shirt that says hashtag girl dad, just because I'm all for it. Like a couple weeks ago when I did one of my interviews, my daughter painted my nails pink. So while I'm doing the interview, I had bright pink nails and it was the best. And I, I will go to work with Go nails. dad. Just, I'm just gonna say go dad. <laughs> doing good. I love so it. So one of the one of the last questions I want to ask you before we go, if you could give any piece of advice to the little girls in the world, like the Penelope's and other little children, what would, would that advice be? No, girls, just go for it. Don't like I don't I, I still don't let anybody say no <laughs> to me. Um just don't just don't take no for an answer. And if you want something, know that you can get it. It's in your grasp and uh, and just go for what you love, what you're passionate about, because it'll work out. You know, even sometimes in my own head, I'm like, why am I doing this? Like, is this really like, you know, is this really what I should be doing? And sometimes I have to like bat down that that person and be like, no, like this is what you're meant to do. And, uh, and I've, you know, had several different affirmations. So sometimes even yourself, you can, you, you could say no to yourself and just don't listen <laughs> and just keep going. Like just yeah. keep going. That's my biggest piece of advice and, and network, 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 because everybody has a story and everybody is somebody. So you never know who you're going to meet. And you, you just, it's just one person that says yes, that can make a difference. So yeah, yeah. don't say I'm no. Different. And yeah. I've got to meet some cool people just reaching yes. out, like reaching out with emails, Instagram. It, it's it's true that it, mm -hmm. I'm excited. I, in a couple of weeks, I'm actually interviewing my first international soccer player. She played for the cool. Philippines national team. Awesome. So, That's great. Yeah. Congrats. I lived in the Philippines, so I'm excited like that. That yeah. was such a cool time just watching them compete. And I don't know. It was it was just fun. Like, even though I'm not Filipino. Yeah. <laughs> Now you just never know. You just have to go for it and don't be shy. And I would, if I was shy, which is actually funny because like as a child I was, and I, I kind of still am now to a point, um, you know, if I was shy and didn't speak up and didn't go for what I wanted, I'd never be where I am. So just, just always dream big. Well, thank you again for taking the time out of your busy schedule. I really appreciate it. I'll have this up in a, in a little bit. Awesome. But yeah. And right, go Phillies. Thank you so much. Go Phillies. <laughs> Let's go. Thank you again. Thank you. Have a good one. You too.